You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. Folks, I don't want to get um, totally sidetracked with this, but I mentioned it before the uh, break. And uh, you are listening to episode 152, uh, part two, folks, part two. But let me show you this real quick. Um, this is, you can go over to usda.gov and look up rural housing uh, site loans, but you can also look up rural housing loans. And in here, you're going to find all the loans I was just talking about um, before the break. Again, I don't want to get sidetracked with this. Maybe we'll uh, put this into a future show. But these are the loans I was talking about. When you start seeing the regulations, the rules, the guidelines, on this stuff, you're going to see that the folks that are using this to buy these rural properties, you'll actually never be able to uh, afford to pay the mortgage because you're actually allowed, I believe, to make only over, um, it's it's like 110% of the median household income to be able to get one of these loans for the median household income of the county you're moving into. So let's say you're moving into a county of 400 people in West Virginia. And it's like, say, it's an old farm town, and all that's left is those old people. So the median household income is uh, $32,000 a year. So then you're allowed to make, let's say, I don't know exact numbers here, but 10% above the median household income. So you're allowed to make $35,000 and change a year. But then you're buying a property that's, say, $300,000. You can't afford to pay the mortgage, the $300,000 mortgage, with only making $35,000 a year. So it has to be done for the purpose of making sure that person defaults on the loan so that the government and or the bankers could scoop up and steal the property. I haven't dug into it but i can recognize scams and schemes when i see them uh and and so eventually we might do a show on that because i was looking to see if there was a way that we could utilize this to get a usda loan because the interest rates are very low and you have to put almost nothing down like okay could we use that to our advantage can we game the system which i think is going to be part of your plan and how you're going to exit the system uh live one foot in and one foot out of the matrix we have to come up with creative ways if you don't have access to uh, a lot of money right now and you want to be able to get a piece of property to exit the system then um, using some of these creative tools might be a way to do it and so we'll do some future shows on it actually i'm going to do that we'll see if we can get maria on or someone who's in real estate and understands it now let's get back to the smart villages here It says, digital transformation aims to help catch up with urban areas by implementing digitization in all functional infrastructures and maximizing the benefits of using smart technologies. In this context, it is worth highlighting the first 
Cork Declaration of 1996, ECRD 1996. Today, the concept of the smart village has been defined by the European Commission as follows, quote, the emerging concept of smart villages refers to rural areas and communities which build on their existing strengths and assets as well as on developing new opportunities in smart villages traditional and new networks and services are enhanced by means of digital telecommunication technologies innovations and the better use of knowledge for the benefit of inhabitants and businesses end quote so you can see here this european commission you know is focused on going in and building smart technology all around the villages all around the rural areas this is just about hijacking it and they're laying the technological infrastructure for whatever people they're going to corral into and live in these once rural areas that are no longer going to be rural areas once you introduce the fourth industrial revolution the fourth industrial revolution uh, technologies to these rural villages they're no longer rural villages they're smart villages and they're industrialized they have become part of the technocratic infrastructure at that point it goes on to say the main problem characterizing the situation of rural communities is the insufficient development of electronic public services by exploring the broad potential of information and communication technology we aim to stimulate the progress of rural areas and the overall development of their inhabitants in order to achieve the objectives of the smart village vision we need to prioritize investment in ict that's information and communication technology so you can see what's going on here uh, this is no different than the model of the uh, banking economic hitman, the economic terrorists that go in with the International Monetary Fund and take over these indigenous primitive areas, these so-called third world countries. We tell them, um, hey, we know you've been suffering for thousands of years, even though you're surviving and doing it right. We have to bring you into the technological infrastructure in order to save you from yourself. Of course, these old people have been surviving there for generations upon generations, but now we have to go into the mountains of uh, Zakopane, the Tatra Mountains in, in Poland. We have to go into these areas and we have to industrialize you. Hey, how the hell were you walking around here uh, grazing sheep to make sheep's milk, to make smoked cheese all these years without technology. We have to put smart sensors on your sheep. We have to put smart poles up in your mountains. We have to monitor all of the CO2 exhaust coming out of your little village here. That's what's happening, folks. You can see it as plain as day. They are coming in to hijack the rural villages here in Europe. And it's going on right here in the United States. It goes on to say what digital transformation is. Digital transformation can be divided into its two component parts. Digital, in this sense, refers to the use of computing technology, while transformation refers to a definite change in nature, form, or result 
That's from the Oxford Dictionary. Therefore, by its essence, a community's digital transformation project uses technology to change the component parts of its functional processes. Okay, so they want to come in and change the component parts of the rural villages functional processes they want to come and take it over and make it part of the technocracy we want to merge it remember this is an inclusive system everyone will be on central bank digital currency everyone will have access to the so-called smart technology now remember i showed you with coral gables florida that they have all this technology, but the front-facing website, what the citizens actually interact with, is a complete joke. It runs like a 1986 uh, website designed by a third-grade Indian, dot, not feather. Right? I showed you that. And I'm starting to see that with a lot of the other technology, a lot of these other mini technates that are going on, these smart cities, these 15 minute cities, in my research I'm finding, they do put all the high end technology in. They promise people, it's part of the sales pitch, part of the narrative, part of the propaganda, that they are going to make your life easier because you can interact with the criminals, with the government, uh, much easier than you could. You don't have to go to city hall. You could file zoning permits and a business license and pay your taxes right online through our wonderful smart city technocracy application. And in the majority of cases, I'm finding they're broken, they don't work, or you still have to go down to city hall. So even if you want to live inside of a technocracy, they are not providing you with the front-facing website or mobile application to actually interact with this government in the way that they are promising. So something is going on here. Either the whole thing is one giant grift to steal money and to have their cousins and their neighbors and their friends who own the smart pole contract companies, et cetera, et cetera, come in, do all the contracting and pocket all the cash, and in the end, none of it actually works, or they are building the prison planet, and it's a lie that you're going to be able to interact and have a more streamlined process dealing with the government criminals that are going to take your money in the form of licenses and parking tickets, et cetera, et cetera, and you can just do that online, and that's not actually happening. So I have a whole show planned that I brainstormed with Maria Albanese today, and we're going to be doing um, an investigation into the Coral Gables, Florida community, first from right here in the studio. I'd love to raise some money and be able to go down there and do a documentary, but I'm going to do some of it right here from the Dust and Gold Standard Studio. All right, let's take a look. Number two, needs. All right, so we just wrapped up number one, which was the introduction. It says, in the context of defining the national digital agenda strategy for Romania, but also based on the Digital Europe program, we want to make the most of the new opportunities offered by a digital transformation. These ideas are also reflected in the EU initiative Quote, uh, preparatory action on smart rural areas for the 21st century, end quote. So we've got to show this and share this with Maria Albanese because she's always tracking the uh, projects coming out of the EU, United Nations and such. So that's the preparatory action on smart rural areas for the 21st century which aims to support communities to develop and implement smart village approaches and strategies. The need for smart actions 
is also reflected in the EU's rural development policy, which supports rural areas in tackling the wide range of economic, environmental, and social challenges. Now, did the economic, environmental, and social challenges actually exist before the industrialization of the United States and Europe? No, not really. No, not really. There really were not that many problems. As I said, you would run your family farm, your homestead. Now that we are in an industrialized society, which is why I covered all that through the eyes of Ted Kaczynski uh, over those uh, 7, 8, 9, 10 episodes, we have all these wide range of problems now, economic, environmental, and social. And so you don't think there's going to be more environmental problems when the technocrats, when the industrialists come into the rural uh, villages and start slapping up smart poles and all types of technology, prison planet technology, and start bringing more businesses good old amazon's going to move in over here on the farm you don't think there's going to be more environmental problems and not less it's a complete and total joke folks the technocrats are coming in to hijack everything everywhere that is their goal it is a worldwide technological prison planet you can call it a smart world. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. This is Dust to Gold with the Dust to Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dust and Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dust and Gold Standard. On Ping.TV. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to Ping.TV slash gold. All right, folks, we're picking back up over at smartvillageevents.com. And we're on number two, needs. It says here, a vision of digital transformation for villages and municipalities in line with the European Community Guidelines directly addresses the ICT, that's Information and Communications Technology Sector, and aims to contribute to economic development and increase competitiveness. The Smart Village Vision reimagines reimagine remember that during covid land the high school theater production reimagine our schools reimagine the workplace reimagine 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 hashtag build back better right so the smart village vision reimagines the way public services are delivered public services so stuff you're getting from the government, and what the government is going to take from you in return. goes on to say, with the help of technology, we want to achieve a continuous improvement in the way the municipality serves the community. So in how the government serves the folks, how the prison warden serves the prisoners is what it's saying. goes on to say, both through direct actions, such as the effective development of the local ICT, Information and Communications Technology Sector, and 
indirect actions such as increasing efficiency and reducing costs in the public sector they're doing all of this they're going to turn the rural areas into the truman show because they love you and they want to make government more effective goes on to say improving the productivity of the private sector by reducing administrative barriers in dealing with the state improving the competitiveness of the workforce etc so uh they're going to make it easier for the private sector uh by making their administration uh administrative barriers right less with dealing with the state they're not talking about you or me opening up a bakery or you and me opening up a small uh, gold-buying, selling business. They're talking about making the barriers uh, more streamlined for the technocrats that are coming in to actually build the smart village prisons. That's what they're talking about here. Um, Listen, if you happen to be a regular listener of this show, of the Dust and Gold Standard, if you consider yourself to be part of the gold pillar crew if you're a regular a regular listener of the thomas Paine podcast you're a paniac and you're getting this information from mike or maria albanese or our regular contributors over here and on the thomas Paine podcast like wide awake jim or someone like legal man and you're hearing this stuff you need to share these shows i know we do have quite a few people listening in europe i can see it on the analytics yes i am tracking you through my smart technology uh, you need to share this you need to start getting people that are in your local government maybe they're not fully corrupt if you live in a small rural area in the United States or in Europe, people need to start listening to shows like this. I'm telling you what's coming. I can't break this down in any more simple terms. And I'm not talking about this in abstractions by showing World Economic Forum propaganda videos of the future smart cities with drones flying around. I'm telling you what they're doing right now. And you need to, if you live in a village with two, three, four hundred people, or you're in a rural area here in West Virginia with two, three, four hundred people in the county, you need to start getting involved. That is a local government you can get involved with. It's going to be a good old boy network, but so what? You need to start showing the good old boys because the good old boys are going to go in one of two directions with this stuff. All right. If all their kids and grandkids moved away, and they don't want anything to do with grandpa anymore or grandma anymore. Those people are either going to start selling out, as we've seen time and time again. It's happening all around Frederick County, where I live. They're going to sell out the farms. They're going to cash in on those thousand acres they have and sell it for millions of dollars. And the next thing you know, just like what's happening next door to us, we live right on the edge of suburbs and rural on a one acre piece of land right now next door there's one acres all right and there's a traffic circle brand new there they built it last year they put up eight homes eight lego homes and these things sell for uh two years ago before they broke ground they were selling for six or seven hundred thousand dollars each i don't know who's able to afford them but now across the street on the other side of the traffic circle they're building four houses on about a quarter acre they just sold, uh, my neighbor told me, who's a plumber, and he's got a friend who's the head arborist for Frederick County, $900,000 a piece for these 2,500-square-foot Lego houses. 
And I'm not kidding you. They build a big porch on the front, and the porch is actually looking out at the traffic circle. You're sitting on your front porch on your rocking chair, smoking a cigar or a joint nowadays, and you're looking at a traffic circle. Uh, This is what's going on all over the place. So either these old folks, the good old boy network, are going to say, screw it, we're cashing in. We're going to sell this county out piece by piece to Bill Gates, or we're going to sell this place out to BlackRock or Vanguard or State Street or the federal government, whatever it may be, and we're going to let them come in and turn this into a smart city. I mean, these folks won't know what that means, but that's what's going to happen. All right, so if you happen to have, as I'm trying to get, 10, 20, 30 acres out in one of these counties, you need to get involved, and you need to convince these folks that either they're going to sell this out, it's going to be destroyed, or their legacy, because a lot of them don't want to see their legacy be destroyed. They wish their kids or grandkids had stayed there. Uh, that there's young people like myself, or fairly young, they want to come in and preserve this area and buy the farms and do it at a reasonable price, but we're going to continue with the legacy because we want to live on 10, 20, 30 acres. We don't want the 10, 20, 30 acres to be turned into 359 Lego condos. You know, just a a cheap uh, duplicate of a, a row home area in a city like philadelphia and that's what's going to happen so if folks listen to this show they listen to the thomas Paine podcast we might be able to break through young folks you gotta get involved with the governments if you move out to one of these rural areas and you gotta run a campaign that you're going to protect it and preserve it and stop it from being any further industrialized than it already is i'm telling you folks you want to save the world This is how it's got to be. I said it the other day on the show. My slogan honestly would be, I am running to keep this town the town that time forgot. You do not want the smart technology. You want to live in a small town? Keep it a small town. Anyone who doesn't like it, they can move to New York City. They can move to Chicago. They can move to Atlanta. Why would you want to take a beautiful rural area here in the United States or a village over in Europe and turn it into Paris or turn it into New York City? Why would you want to destroy that? There will be nothing left, folks. No rural left. These uh, so-called third world countries, that's what we've labeled them over the years. We did that. We branded them that so we could go in and destroy their indigenous primitive lifestyles, destroy their cultures. That is what is happening. That is the truth. Spread this message and start. Start to protect and preserve your areas. Keep the technocrats out. Keep the government out. All right, number three, challenges. Our vision for the future of rural areas takes into account several disruptive elements, starting from demographic change and degradation of the natural environment and moving on to social and economic aspects of development, such as the pace of technological advancement, limited access to services, and isolation. Do you hear this? The challenges. Our vision for the future of rural areas takes into account several disruptive elements. All right, so they're saying they're aware of the disruptive elements. They are aware of it. They admit to it right there. Starting from demographic change, all right, that's demographic warfare. I've talked to you about that. That's what those USDA loans are, moving people from the urban area out to the rural area, right? That's part of it. 
We use demographic war here, uh, warfare here through, you know, illegal aliens, uh, places where we go start wars. Uh, look at look at Poland, right? So the United States is now partnered with Poland. We're building a base there. We get the Russia-Ukraine uh, situation fired up, which, folks, uh, one of the big reasons, that's all about natural gas, right? So Russia was supplying the majority of natural gas to Europe. The United States, in partnership with Norway, has a pipeline. We want to sell our natural gas into Europe. That's what all the export terminals here that we're building in the United States at Wide Awake Gym Covered is all about. All the import terminals that are being built in Europe. So we're going to drill more natural gas, send it over to Europe while we're claiming that we're ending fossil fuels, which is a complete and total lie, which is why the investments that Jim's making in oil and gas royalties are fantastic. Uh, I'll be getting in on that soon. You folks reach out to me, me at DustinGoldShow.com. If you're interested, I'll connect you with Jim because he doesn't put his uh, information out in the public. But we're exporting our natural gas to Europe and then we've got this partnership with uh, Norway where we're building this pipeline. We want to control all the natural gas. Russia was. So now we concoct this war. We make all these uh, countries in the EU um, sign an agreement that they're not going to buy Russian natural gas. Right Then the Nord Stream pipeline that was controlled by Russia gets attacked. Now the last few days, who knows what's true, what's propaganda. They're saying the United States did it. I would assume the United States did it. We want to control the natural gas business in Europe. So you've got all that going on now with the United States and Russia situation. And then you've got this takeover of the villages there, the rural areas by the technocrats, which are led by us, the United States. We control the tech, folks. And now they're admitting right here they see the disruptive elements starting from demographic change uh and and that's what i was saying there so you got the russia ukraine situation you drive all these so-called ukrainian refugees into poland you know a place that was 98 percent actual polish uh, a, a country of only 39 million you drive three four five six million ukrainian people in there you start giving them welfare it's same game plan we did here with the illegals coming up from south america so we destabilize these regions to then create refugees like we've done in south america central america mexico we drive them up here then we have to take them in and it breaks down the social social fabric of the country same thing we're doing over in poland and that region over there so demographic change and degradation of the natural environment that would be destroying the natural environment through the use of technology and industrialization uh, this is gmo foods this is industrialized farming so we destroy the natural environment so they're admitting the degradation of the natural environment and demographic change and moving on to social and economic aspects of development such as the pace of technological advancement limited access to services and isolation right so they're they're weighing these two things against each other it, it's comical because they're admitting they know what the outcome is going to be it goes on to say this creates the framework of rural communities to make the most of the new opportunities offered by a digital transformation so we're going to make the digital transformation no matter what, even though we recognize what the potential outcome is, which I always say to you, there are no unintended consequences when it comes down to technocracy. There are only intended consequences, and they wouldn't be called intended consequences. They would be called goals. These are the goals of technocracy. 
unintended consequences come if anyone, any human, any citizen, any taxpayer actually benefits in any positive way. That would be unintended because the goals of the technocrats and the bankers are never to help humanity. It's to further gain power and control of humanity for themselves. Ladies and gentlemen, Wow, I got a lot out there in that segment. Let me take a short break and a sip of tea. I'll be right back. This is Dust to Gold with the Dust to Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dust and Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 